0: How about it, y'all? You got the Lake Seminole Ramblers podcast, sponsored by Waffle House. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Nichols Lures, handcrafted to perfection. Y'all head over to their website, www.nicholsluers.com, or find them wherever fine tackle is sold. Big shout out to our Patreons, Brett Bush, Miles Mosley, Mason Mosley, John Sullivan, Dole Browning, Brent Shaw, and Jamie Kochevar. Y'all, thanks so much for the support. Y'all, we appreciate y'all listening. Let's get on with the show. Man, it's been nice out there in it? Fall feels like it is here. It's uh, it's pretty wild how uh, the seasons change year to year. You know, I remember about a year after the hurricane, it was this about this time we had uh, FLW regional finals down here for the Savannah River Division, and the water temp was still 90 degrees. So uh, now, you know, we've got the Flint River stained at 74, Spring Creek, you know, it's a little bit of it stained, most of it's clear, about 74, 75. Uh, the drain is running pretty clear 75 73 in some areas um it's pretty wild you know so it's just varies um from year to year but that's nice it's it's cooling down at night we're seeing about 60 degrees in the evening time um it's nice i can't get enough of it winds picking up a little bit keep the gnats off of you uh perfect time to get out on the lake even if you don't fish but it's uh fall's here y'all it's nice yeah our water levels were staying fairly consistent a minor yo-yo uh from about 76.6 up to 76.9 back down to 76.7 at time of publication y'all the uh lake's alive right now it's time to go fishing if you ain't been um we're getting a good uh a fall running a fall feed up they are moving shatter everywhere just about every grass line you pull up that's got some deep water around they're hanging out there um only thing i'm seeing is i guess there's a lot of pressure or um i'm just not on the big ones but they're um, everybody i talk to uh from all different skill levels it's all about 12 to 16 inch fish so every once in a while you'll see one about four or five pounds but um Yeah, I hadn't seen a lot of of giants being caught right now, but they're there, they're eating, um, throwing flukes, throwing jerk baits, uh, little shad wraps and stuff. They're crushing it. Um, anywhere you see grass around some deep water, I feel like everywhere I pull up and check, there's some fish. So if you're having a hard time finding them, you just need to move around and find some isolated grass. Uh, all the grass is just about at its max top out right now, so you shouldn't have any problem finding it. There's a lot of it everywhere. Um, but have at it. The hybrids are running, there's some big fat hybrids that are being caught. Uh, Addies shared a uh, picture of Miss Patty on their Facebook page. She's got two ginormous hybrids, you can tell they've been running shad. um If you're hanging out out of front of Addies, all in the river channel there you can just sit there all day and watch them run just piles of shad and i know i said that last week but it's still going on uh the crappy bites on fire you can go into the uh the timber right off to the river channel and if you've got live scope you'll see out in there they everywhere there's just there's speckled perch crappy stacked up everywhere um along the grass lines and in the timber so you shouldn't have too bad of a problem. If you're having issues, just look for your bird signs. That'll tell you where some shad are. You're bound to catch something, right? Um, the catfish are biting real good. Also, also, uh, Mr. Don over there at At ease has been sharing all kind of photos. If y'all want to see those, you just head over to their uh, Facebook page and check those out. There's been 17 to 20-pound catfish caught just about all the time, feels like, this week. A um, couple gentlemen over there got some nice stringers. Setting trot lines, and um, it's time, y'all. I mean, the, everything's biting. Uh, the only thing that's scratching my head, and I'd love some feedback, is um, I'm not getting a, a topwater bite. Um, it's just it's really hurting my feelings. I can catch maybe one uh, if I hold my mouth just right, but um, a lot of them stalking it. But you know, we're getting the bites on the jerk baits and on the uh, stuff like shad wraps and stuff like that. So that's what you ought to do. Uh, this fishing report was brought to you by Seminole Guide Service. So if you do need a, a good guide on Lake Seminole, reach out to us at, uh, www.seminoleguideservice.com or give us a call 229-481-5550. I don't know if I'm sure everybody's heard. If you fish, you've heard, seen, been on the news, been all over the place, but, um, uh, these wildlife boys from up north, um. They shoved a bunch of weights down their fish, like it's crazy. I, it's, I'm glad to see it wasn't bass fishing. That's my big thing, um, but it showed me something that I wasn't aware of. You know, y'all, we've been no kill since what Mr. Jack's time, like early '70s. They switched around and made us get live wells and stuff. They still kill their fish. You know, it wasn't like those fish were alive and they took a fillet knife and cut them open alive. They all come dead. They don't need a weigh-in bag. They don't need uh, aeration or air stones or any of that stuff we deal with with a tournament. Uh, they just have a box and they slap all the fish in there. They could, they just really don't care. One of those guys just threw the fish down on the concrete. He was like, whatever. <laughs> so that was pretty wild. I, I thought that, uh, you know, maybe they do the same thing that we do. So that's definitely gonna bring some awareness to that. Um, but yeah, those guys are screwed. They're never gonna um they're never gonna do anything again. And what blows my mind is they called the police or they, maybe they were police present or something. They didn't do anything about it. And uh against my better judgment, I comment on something on Facebook and said, like, the tournament director was smart, he called DNR, called a game warden. And had the game warden come out there because the game warden would have taken care of that ass. You know what I'm talking about? Um, And so a couple people were like, oh, the the fish police aren't going to do it. What do they know? And so it just made me kind of, uh, kind of educated me. A lot of people don't understand the kind of authority that a game warden has. You know, I had to tell them, like, I hate to tell you there, bud, but he's got more authority than any other officer in, in your state. You know, especially in this state and other states in the South. Um, so you might want to reconsider, uh, thinking they're just the fish police. Cause that's not how that is. Uh, but they got away. It looked like the police were guarding them from the rest of the mob that was trying to, uh, destroy them. Um, which you can imagine, you know, if that had happened here, you know, it would be pretty nasty, right? <laughs> but, uh, it's just unbelievable. And what's even more pathetic is they were the number one team. They had won a championship last year. Um, golly. I mean, look, if you suck, that's one thing, but if you suck and you still want to be the best and, uh, you got to stuff weights down their throats and stuff, that's just little man complex to the 15th power. I mean, I don't even know what to say. Um, there's no replacement for time on the water. So if you want to be a better angler, you just got to put your time in and you cannot accelerate that by shoving eight pounds or y'all it was crazy it was like three or excuse me it was four walleye 33 pound i was like give me a break and immediately some of those guys you know everyone's watching the weigh-in they're chattering and they said there ain't no way and one thing led to another and there you go so that was wild um i'm just really glad it wasn't bass fishing of course there's cheating that happens in anything right but um i was hoping that wasn't some you know, ding dong and bass fishing that was trying to, to like, that would even happen, you know, but that's the other thing. I think it's, it's going to make them look and see, you know, you can't shove weights down a bass and, you know, a bass fishing, I mean, you could, but it's going to kill the fish and, you know, it's going to not get you weight anyway. So it doesn't, you know, it's kind of doesn't make any sense there. But if you got, if you're bringing dead fish to the scale, I guess it doesn't matter. So that's something to think about for these tournaments that are, you know, holding tournaments with dead fish. Even these catfish tournaments are live release. So it just really shocked me. That's that's kind of kind of outdated, you know. But uh, maybe that'll bring some attention uh, to that. So anyway, I wanted to let y'all know that Ease is having a um, a trunk or treat on October thirtieth. And there's going to be um, a bunch of cool things over there, y'all. There's going to be, um, let me get it pulled up here. Yeah, Trunk or treat Sunday, October 30th, 5 to 7 p.m. It's going to be down there at the Landon, okay, so in the parking lot and all. Uh, decorate your trunks, your golf carts, your boat, you know, whatever you want to do. There's going to be a bouncy house. Uh, the fire trucks are going to be down there, some games, activities, um, if you want to volunteer, that would be fantastic. You can give them a call, uh, Mr. Don or Miss Patty, two two nine two four six zero six five eight. They would love some help from the community. And if you uh need to take a youngins trick or treating, that's a good option for you right there. I'm sure they'll have some good food and all kind of stuff down there as well. Um, but they're also looking for vendors or um church church groups that want to put a um a booth up or anything like that. So just reach out there to. Mr. Donner, Miss Patty. Uh, It looks like gator season has drawn to a close. I believe that came off on October 3rd. And uh, y'all should really head over to uh, Spring Creek, the uh, processor over there. They have a, uh, uh, on their Facebook, they've got all these alligator pictures from the season. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of names, otherwise I'd be sharing them with you. But I don't like to just say, hey, there was a hunter that, you know, shot a 28 foot or 28, God, y'all, a 12 foot, 8 inch alligator. You know, like, so I don't have any names or anything to share, but you can head over there and check out those. There were some pretty good gators that were caught this year. Uh, I think the biggest was a 12, 8. Um, one thing I'm noticing, there's just not a lot of size, like, as far as uh, weight goes to them. Um, I did see some big ones this year but they must be getting smart, uh, trying to hide out or something like that. But um, some good gators that were harvested, I believe 40, 42 tags, something like that were issued, and uh, I believe every one of them was uh, fulfilled. So congratulations to the hunters that actually got a tag and um, got them a nice gator. So looks like there wasn't but maybe two or three small ones killed. But, um, yeah, I got to love that, you know once a year comes around for about about a month so you hear that ding that means it's supper time i got a short episode for y'all uh we're kind of winding down here um so if you've got any input you'd like for me to talk about I'd love for you to reach out to us lake seminole ramblings at com or on facebook and uh, make sure you go check out some of our fine sponsors at ease campground and marina lake seminole outdoors your local waffle house love having them on board now uh we're also gonna have some merchandise coming out for y'all uh possibly for christmas time maybe beginning of next year It's gonna be some waffle house merch that'll be really cool and uh anyway appreciate y'all see you next time you've been listening to the lake seminole Ramblers podcast sponsored by waffle house I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. Make sure to head over to wherever you reach us at and give us a five-star review and a subscribe if you haven't already. All of this stuff's compiled in my analytics, and I'd love to see who's listening and who's following who ain't. But uh, yeah, we are kind of in the off-season, so I appreciate y'all bearing with us with a slightly shorter episodes. As soon as news comes in, we bring it to you, and we always bring you the fishing report. until next time we'll see y'all later and hey make sure check out our local people see some of them over at uh, lake appreciate y'all